Yo, it's Tuesday. It is like gorgeous outside, just about everywhere right now. Today, we're talking about GM wanting to be on a power company, CNN pulling the rug on NFT holders, and Black Friday. You already started. Already started. Already started. Black Friday 2022 is now a history lesson. It's actually over. Christmas happened too. You just missed it. You just missed it. I don't even know. Like, oh man, Paul. Paul, let me tell you. Look, traveling, being at NAMAD, being away with my family, mm-hmm. all good things. Mm-hmm. Sitting down to this desk, <laughs> starting the morning with the podcast is just like feels right. It and does. I'm happy to be here. It, it's a right. So happy. To it's be a here. right feeling. Now, did you have, I, I told Damon yesterday, I didn't know. Did you have your parents or in laws over? No, no, no. I was oh. in the mountains with oh. just my family. Dude, you were we doing were way out. better than we thought you were doing. I was like, I don't know. I, was I, like, was I don't know if he's with great. parents or in-laws, but either way, both take different we layer were, of management. We were at like Good our favorite you. little Tennessee quick getaway resort, which is actually where we honeymooned. But we've been back like five or six times, I think, since we got married. So and nice. we now take our kids there. It's like two hours away. It's an easy trip. It's wonderful. And Man, I got a couple really good runs in, and we all took naps, and it was like perfect. It was amazing. Gee whiz. (laughs) Gee whiz. Nothing like naps, running in the outdoors, just right on the money. Yes. Oh, man. So uh, we're trying to like really cut announcements and get to the news, so we're going to, but we do want to say one thing. If you're creative or you have creatives in your company and you're looking for a way to inspire them, invest in them, have them come back all fired up to make better content for your stores, send them to be with us for just a few days and some of our best creative friends, Modern Retail Conference. We are doing a special creative track November 13th through 15th in Palm Beach. Please send your creatives to us. We promise we will send them back with a bigger ROI than you ever thought could happen when someone gets inspired to make stuff for your dealership. We're trying to solve your problems over here. You can go to a so2.com forward slash MR. C to get a discount and see the full agenda. Um, let's just talk about the news. Let's just dive right in. Let's get into it. Let's talk about GM. Okay, Give this is cool. This is really cool. So GM is launching an offshoot division uh, called GM Electric. At first I was like, GE Electric? No, GM Electric, yeah. which will sell products <laughs> and services that allow consumers to transfer and store energy to and from their personal EVs and EV fleets. They're going to call it Ultium Home and Ultium Commercial. Basically, it's uh, special charging storage equipment that allows you to Build up the energy, move it back and forth, move it around from one EV to the next. Uh, it's really designed to transfer power um, and save, you know, lower the burden on electrical grids, have convenience features like similar to like a backup generator or backup battery. So, you know, we've heard instances of this happening. The Ford F-150 Lightning oh, yeah. can move power around. But GM is saying like, hey, we've spent a bunch of money building out battery technology, being innovators, investing billions. Like we're going to try to go and build some other verticals that really integrate uh, with the same technology we're trying to build in the vehicles. I, I like the move. I'm a huge fan. We, we may or may not have seen this already in, you know, recent history. <laughs> you, you know, well, we, no, you and I, I had a smart move. I mean, you look at Tesla. It's like, okay, we started as a car company. Now we have solar panels and we got, uh, then we got charging stations and we got batteries. And yeah, I mean, uh, you know, uh, here we, we, we quoted Travis Hester, the head of GM's EV growth initiatives. He said, we become an expert battery manufacturer naturally. Yep. He said, it's a natural evolution for us to move in here. Uh, so the company is leveraging all of this investment that they've had in battery technology 
to use it. And, and this is something that we've seen throughout the history of auto manufacturers when they become really good at a subset of the way that they're manufacturing things. I mean, you just look at like war times, okay, moving into those, you know, those type of productions. You look at uh, even even early in the pandemic, being able to to put out all of this this healthcare stuff. Like this is something that I think ma that OEM manufacturers are are used to kind of pivoting based on their expertise. Good at making, and stuff. it makes total sense with with the battery. Like I I, I suspect more and more manufacturers are going to get into this uh, battery space just because you have the ability to to kind of create this this ecosystem and and here's the thing this is the other part i think that leaning in here as opposed to software is actually the better move because it's more rooted in manufacturing and hardware than it is in software um and i and i think that this is where oems probably have more financial opportunity than they do in the software space well i mean you can't spell the word oem without the the, the concept of manufacturing. manufacturing not developing not you know not conceptualizing yep, yep, yep. manufacturing you. their strength is in building things you know you and i had this conversation offline about tesla and it's you know you have a lot of conversations and you hear a lot of talk about the valuation of tesla and there's no way that car company should be worth more than that car company and like i'm i'm always like man you don't get it tesla is not a car company right tesla no, is an energy not. company they developed Bingo. battery technology they're you know the solar the the shingles the roofs the building and manufacturing the literal cells is really the backbone by which tesla can put the vehicles on top of and do all the fanfare yep. things and the new semi that's coming out. Tesla's an energy company. I think GM has well, the Well, this is leverage. why the like kind of skateboard, you know, what, what Rivian is, uh, yeah. uh, originally was kind of like built on is, is, is so attractive to me because it, it actually, it actually opens up, you know, if, if a company gets really, really good at just battery technology, it opens up other modes of production on the rest of the vehicle, which is basically like skinning a battery, right? Absolutely. Like, okay. Oh, geez, yeah. So, so, many, so now people can do that. Yeah. There's so many, like, there's so many comparisons there, right? Like you learn how to run yep. a really efficient kitchen and running an efficient kitchen means you know how to order your perishable goods and store them in an efficient way and have a line that works and have the right staffing. Like you can cook anything, yep. you know, you can cook anything. So I love the move. Kind of uh, like the like ghost you kitchen. Love Kind of like a ghost kitchen. Exactly. Kind of exactly. what you're Ooh, That's an interesting Come concept on, for automotive. Now? A ghost kitchen in automotive. Like, what kind of car do you want? <laughs> can you imagine if somebody did, was kind of like, right. like, hey, you can build your well, own you model, about, like, build it on this printing. Platform. Absolutely. You think about 3D printing and all the opportunities to just kind of put the stamp on top of the core technology mm. or the powertrain. And, like, people can go nuts with. And, and then you think about, like, what we've talked about with. Um, with uh, companies like Nike and shoes offline, shoes online, and creating these versions of like vehicles that are in the metaverse or in Web3 and then bringing them back. Well, speaking of Web3, oh, I heard that. <laughs> you already you said knew. that. I was like, I don't I was think like, you meant to go there, but you picked it up real quick. Oh, man. In a, in a surprise move. Go. <laughs> This okay. This I'm gonna say this real quick. This is not too much of a surprise to me. But CNN has announced the sudden <laughs> abandonment of its NFT project Vault by CNN, which was comprised of collectible and notable moments from history 
as reported by CNN. So essentially in 2021, uh, CNN minted these reports or key events of artistic interpretations inspired by them, creating digital collectibles that owners could show off somehow or trade with others, kind of like baseball cards. So it's like, okay, we ran this really, really epic story. And now we kind of minted a version of that, an artistic interpretation. And now you own the rights to that artistic interpretation of a story. Or sometimes actually a real clip. Great. Sometimes an right, actual clip, clip. Of, of a thing, right? And no, it hasn't been going great. And as a matter of fact, um, they just announced on their Discord, because that's how, if you're in an NFT community, that is how you communicate. They announced that they will be shutting it down, shutting down the program, shutting down the Discord, and offering some level of small rebate to people who have purchased the NFTs. A lot of people are saying this is... CNN pulling the rug and pulling the rug, everybody knows what it means, but in NFT world, pulling the rug is really indicative of when a creator makes a project, they get everybody to buy in, and then they just disappear, right? And most NFTs, the only value in them is the community that is built around them. So CNN is saying- You know what, Paul? I was just about to use that C word. I was just about to wonder how much they had built around that. Well, and I think that that's probably where lot. most creators I mean, who miss is is they don't actually build a community because it's it's a project based on singular value and not on the weight of the community. Yeah, and 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 so like community and utility are really the ways right. that an NFT project can can bring value. Community being the other people who also agree that this is valuable. The same is true for baseball cards, yep. right? If all of a sudden no one cares about baseball, no one cares about that piece of cardboard in your hand at all. It's the community that values and drives the value of the product. Also with NFTs, um, certain NFTs can have utility, meaning if you have an NFT, you get other access to things, oftentimes real life experiences, and it builds the exclusivity. But again, you circle back and exclusivity only matters if other people want it, right? Which comes back to the community. So um, their parting discord message, thank the community for being part of the experiment and everyone lost their minds because like people would approach it a little bit differently if in the beginning we're like hey we're trying an experiment right people don't usually throw like tens of thousands of dollars to buy in to an experiment um you know one of the one of the benefits that they were saying you're going to have utilities is access to the cnn to vault by cnn merch like i'm just picturing like who's excited about vault by cnn merch and it's just it's just a whole different game they're playing or not playing now um you know, uh, one person said, well, this, at, at least man. it's lasted 16 times longer than CNN Plus was one of the comments that I saw, which was. There, there you go. That's true. Okay. This, you know, go ahead. I, I just have to say, I just have to say, if, if you're like any sort of company and you're looking at Web3 or Metaverse or, or NFT projects, like you really have to do you have to do the work to figure out if your brand already has the staying power in, in, in some sort of ecosystem like that. And I don't, even if you do have some utility, there has to be community around the utility as well, because the utility has to have value and value is built by, by emphasizing community. And then, you know, if there is some level of access to something, it has to be desirable, not just by you, but by the general public. So, um, like, especially I think about people giving access to merch or access to like trade some sort of value. A lot of people perceive that they're that they're the value of their things is high on other people's lists. I think about this when it comes to the automotive community a lot. It's like, oh, everybody wants a Yeti with my logo on it, right? 
that isn't necessarily true. Let, let me, you know, let me just clear that up. Most people don't want merch don't. with your logo on it. It's just the truth. <laughs> it's just a reality. Even if it's a nice Nike shirt, even if it's a nice Nike hat, um, you know, most people don't want to support your product unless you build some level of community and exclusivity around right. it. Or and you say something. It's got to mean like if CNN something had to an somebody. opinion or something. Well, they like, have an opinion. Yeah, it, I don't know if you've ever watched they have an the opinion, channel. But yeah, okay, sounds good. <laughs> Let's not, move on. Not one you want to put on your t-shirt, right? Even even people that agree with the opinion aren't like trying to put it on their t-shirt mostly. Right, right. But but the bottom line, like, and we're not just taking shots at CNN here. It's a lot of companies have you know ventured into this NFT Web three world, trying to get a fast turn on some brand work that actually takes a long time to cultivate and develop. That yep. is the big difference between this project and like some of the VFriend stuff that you see behind me, NFT projects, what? Absolutely. The difference in the variable is community through and through. The brand is, I mean, some people lost a good bit of money. The brand is the big loser in this, in my opinion, because whenever you try to put it out there, you have to really understand if this doesn't work, how committed am I to doing it? And if not, what is going to be the impact on the brand uh, I'm trying to think of a segue. I just can't think of one. Speaking of people buying a lot of brands. Buying a lot, yeah. No, that was bad. That's not as bad as you think. That's not as bad as you think because if that didn't come after the delay, I think it would have been really good. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so we said this at the beginning of the show. Black Friday has officially begun at Target stores across the country as the company has released its first week-long Black Friday deals, which feature Target's, I like this phrase, Target's best planned pricing for the season. So Target came out in the press release and we're like, look, this is the best pricing you're gonna be. Cause I think just generally people can get conditioned. I'm just gonna wait it out, wait it out, wait it out yep. right before Christmas or right after like people are gonna clear it out. No, Target's saying we're giving you the best pricing that we even have planned right now. Um, the week long deals are gonna happen from now all the way through real Black Friday, which is a long way away. I mean, it's not even that's within a, a month time. from now. We're not even in November. We're not even like, in mid-October. What does this do to retail fatigue at this point? Oh, like, people I'm just are thinking gonna about my done. personal- I'm already done. My personal aptitude to like pay attention to emails or, or targeted <laughs> oh, marketing around this type of stuff. Like, I'm just gonna be tired by that point. And I, I, this is bad, but like, I continue to get more tired of Christmas the closer it comes. Like. I have to put off listening to Christmas music intentionally to try and like reinvigorate that holiday feeling. Is right? it like December, like second week of December? I don't know, yeah. but that's a great point. Like what are they playing while you're Black Friday shopping in Target in October? Right. The Monster Mash is what they're playing, right? The it's Monster a, Mash. You're exactly right. You got Halloween candy on one side and like the Black Friday deal of the week it's messed everybody up. I think in general to understand this from the automotive standpoint as the consumer psyche has totally come to expect nothing when it comes to yep. a sale or a routine or a 30-day cycle of promotion that you know we were very um, kind of tightly wound to when we had like incentives and things and those will come back at some point. But the consumer psyche is done when it comes to any kind of routine sales. So what we would suggest is rethink your marketing and your brand efforts to be longer term, hands in the dirt, brick by brick mentality instead of trying to have a big splash every 30 days because no one, no one is listening. It's, it's like, <laughs> it's really frustrating because I'm like, there's so much, that, honestly, if you actually 
transition to like being the antithesis of the retail mindset right now and and said like hey if everyone else is kind of this is one of the times that i think you know we talk about like throwing a boat in the river and moving down the stream with it mm -hmm. like this is one of those times where you can kind of like throw a mini disruption by kind of like kind of jerking people out of this rhythm of 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 whatever's of happening it's christmas in the, already in, in, in october of its christmas already like you could actually press in by being the antithesis in retail to that like not talking about the sale not you know leaning into the current day kind of uh kind of themes and not and pushing off this holiday like don't get tricked into that and you might actually surprise customers and get them more sticky to what you're yeah and long term too not just for to. a season that's a really good point yep. and i think the c word we'll say it again community focusing on what you can do in your community and building community and talking about the community and being the mayor of the community. If you have to spend your time and energy creating content and talking about something, talk about that because the ROI is going to be so much longer. This is like than the most rich three months to being in community that you could ever possibly imagine. You have a launch point right now to actually take yourself. If you've been going like, Hey, maybe I should get in the community. Maybe we should make content with the community. Maybe we should give back. This is a launch point for that. So lean into that right now and not into the sale mentality and it'll take you further into 2023 there you have it that's tuesday we hope you go out it's just tuesday and it's only october i feel we like it's almost christmas already end, let's go <laughs> but get out there today build some community and you know serve someone close